0: What is up, designers? And welcome back to the Grand Design Podcast. It's Dallas coming in to talk to you about day five, which was yesterday. Um, I haven't slept yet, but it's 714, so it's technically day six. But uh, I still have to record this episode before I go to sleep. One of the things I dislike the most... Well, I I don't really dislike it, but I'm starting to dislike it. Like... During, throughout the year I, I got into a habit of sleeping at like 6 a.m and i really enjoyed uh, like being up at night and being out at night and recording podcasts and things like that but as the year is rolling on i kind of miss the daylight a little bit so right now i'm gonna go to sleep at like seven o'clock and sometimes i really i'm really upset when i wake up and i've missed literally oh it's a kitty cat right here hey kitty cat and i've missed all the daylight i wake up I go to sleep at night and I wake up at night. Like, it's kind of a ridiculous process. And I don't really think it's too helpful for anybody. Or it's not too helpful for me. That's what I do know. But anyhow, in this episode, I want to talk to you about day five. Um, Day five, there was, I would say, what I believe is, you know, a significant breakthrough. You know, I've been taking a lot of blows. Boom, boom, boom. Like, it's a boxing match. You know, I slipped the punch. Boom. You know, I dodged it. You know, if you don't want to slip it, I slipped it. Whoop! I'm ready to come up with a quick combination. Um So I'm going to tell you all about the breakthrough in this episode. But uh I kind of also want to, you know, tell you, you know, it, it, it's a bit of both. The, a bit of good news and a bit of bad news. The good news is the breakthrough, but the bad news is this. Other than the breakthrough, which happened... As a result of work that I put in, and you know the principles that I explained in the prior two days, day two and day three, no, day three and day four, you know I talked a lot about repetition and just knocking on people just over and over again, and and, and eventually they'll fold, or you know eventually you know you'll break through to them. Uh, you know applying that principle really showed up in day five, which is which was yesterday, which is this today's episode. I'm a little confused now, but anyhow, you know, you know, the results of me, you know, that came from me applying to that principle was from the prior days. What happened on day five for me was kind of nothing. Like day five, I said in the day four podcast that I was going to wake up every like tomorrow and like really start getting on the grind and really start applying pressure. You know, I said I understood the principle. Uh that I had outlined all of last season which was the principle that you know you have to have serious serious intention to what it is that you want to do you know apply to what it is that you want to do but a detachment from outcome I said that I understood in day four understood that that principle didn't mean that you didn't work hard when it said detachment from outcome it just says you were detached from the outcome of the hard work and I was using it as a means to be lazy unfortunately however Uh, On day five, like I said, I I didn't really do much of anything. I woke up with the purest intentions to grind and get work done. But, you know, this is my real life, you know. And a lot of times, man, I'm a big, not a procrastinator. I just didn't really think about it. Like a lot of times I'm laid back. And I want to make it completely clear. I believe I can launch and have a great and successful launch in a movement coinciding with this amount of effort. You know, I contact a lot of business people and a lot of them like, man, I'm busy, I don't have time, this, that, and third, and I don't, me personally, I don't ever really wanna be busy. You know, I don't ever think it's required of me to be busy, so I think the launch will be adequate on this effort, but I do wanna kick it into another gear, you know, just for the sake of, you know, the quality of the launch and everything that we can push out. I think we can go further, you know, in terms of, in terms of the quality, I think we can go deeper. And still not be distracted, you know, chasing a bunch of loose ends that don't need to be chased. But yeah, you know, I did nothing yesterday. Yesterday I woke up and I don't remember really what I did after I woke up. But I probably went downstairs to you know, get some sunlight or something like that. Anyhow, the you know, the, the pinnacle of the day when I was supposed to be writing my campaign to pitch the other people to come on my summit. Um... I somehow ended out at the local Target, and I was picking up groceries, and, you know, I don't know, everything just kind of came to a head, and I found myself in the kitchen baking a cake, and so yesterday, me and my girlfriend, we baked a cake, we actually, like, we got this air fryer, we don't have an oven where we live, but we got this little air fryer, and in this, like, air fryer is pretty small, and so we bought, like, three little, like, meatloaf-shaped dishes, like, it's like a rectangular brick. Yeah, dishes and we kind of made three separate little cakes in those dishes and it was like a yellow confetti cake or something like that with white icing and sprinkles and I, I kind of liked my cake she didn't like her cake so we made a cake that we didn't really like and then I made some dinner uh some steak some corn they made some cookies so yesterday was pretty much a huge entire like the entirety of the focus on yesterday was baking and having fun in the kitchen And then we watched Grant Cardone's first episode of Undercover Billionaire, which was pretty cool. And not much actually got done. Um, In a lot of my days, I like that. You know, a lot of my, a lot of, a lot of things. You know, I'm, I am a big procrastinator. I'll be honest. I'm a big procrastinator. But I do a little bit every day. I've never been a type of person to just hustle and grind and do a lot. I don't like. To fill up my schedule, I don't like to grind away meaninglessly. I don't like to do just a flurry of motion. I like to be like slow and like a snail. And it, you know, I don't like discipline. Like you know, it, it it is a real imperfection of mine uh in some areas of my life because you know birthdays and things like that. I'd be like, I'll do it the day of. You know, I don't like scheduling, and discipline, and structure, and all those types of things. I'm kind of like a sloth in those ways, man. Like it. it You know, this is my real life, you know, analyzing, you know, some of my, you know, the people I consider, you know, to be my peers, you know, analyzing the spirit of entrepreneurship within the last season of this podcast, season one, um, and comparing it to myself being the way that I am. Like a lot of these people wake up like they got like a uh, like a bug in their system. Like, you know, they'll say things like when I'm on vacation. I just can't stop thinking about work. Like I just gotta get something done. I'm just itching to get something done. You know, they wake up every day with that bug, with that, you know, they wake up every day animated, like, oh let's work on the business, work on the structure, discipline, you know, put these fruits and foods in our body to supercharge ourselves. We're entrepreneurs and you know what I'm saying, I I don't wait I don't wake up like that. You know, I don't identify as somebody that's in business. I don't identify as an entrepreneur. I mean I even listen to a lot of these people and their stories. You know, about when they were younger, started off like, when I was younger, I'd sell candy on the playground. Like I'd i sell baseball cards. Like they say like they have an entrepreneurial story like since the very beginning. And that's how they knew they were entrepreneurs. That's how they knew what it was in their blood. They're a particular type of people. And I've come to, to accept that I'm not that type of person. You know, my first, one of my first experiences, which I was thinking about this morning made me kind of sentimental, uh, was with my grandmother, you know? Um, when I was younger, uh, it was a shopping mall around my way, and Mother's Day was coming up. And me and my grandmother was in the house. Uh, me and my grandmother, I had four of the brothers, so it was five of us in total. But me and my two older brothers, because I, I believe my two younger ones weren't born yet or they were somewhere else. I don't think they were born yet. I was very, very young. Um, Mother's Day was coming up, and we wanted to buy my mother a gift. And so my grandmother suggested that we, you know, make out of paper mache, like make out of paper these carnation roses, or uh, carnations or whatever. Carnation roses, I know they're two different things, but anyhow, she suggested we make these carnations. It's the point of the story. And I remember folding up these different color colors of construction paper into these different and strange designs. And I remember going to the marketplace. I don't even think I lived in the area yet, but I've moved around there as of 2005 or something like that. So I must've lived in the area. And I remember walking up to different strangers and you know, and my, you know, my grandma would prompt us to do this, and we say, hey, "Hey, y'all want to carnation roses?" I remember selling carnation roses, and I believe we sold these carnation roses made like thirty dollars. Uh, they was made out of paper, and we was able to buy my mother, my uh, mother, a jewelry box for uh, her birthday or something like that, her Mother's Day or her. Ber- I believe it was Mother's Day. I'm pretty sure it was Mother's Day. But uh, you know, with even that experience of quote unquote entrepreneurship, it wasn't something that set off a sudden epiphany or realization inside of me like it made me like feel like I care about making money I want to make money I don't want to be poor these businesses and systems you know honestly if I could really think back like when I was that age I was drawing you know what I'm saying I was like drawing pictures of birds and like shoot boxes and things like that and my mother and my grandmother and all the people around me thought that I was going to be an artist you know which ironically enough in a lot of ways it's been the greatest motif in my life like even this entire business that i'm building is about selling the business off even though i love biz- you know the business a lot of elements of business and it is something that's very cool to me you know it's about selling this business off to move on and create music because that's what i do love you know and that's a harder business to start without capital to start it so really it's all about music Everything about me, you know, even making those carnations, like, I probably enjoy making the carnations more than selling them and the entrepreneurship and the systems behind it. Like, I've just never felt that way. Um, you know, entrepreneurship is a thing that's exciting to me. It's cool. It's, you know, it's something that I'm I'm geeked up about. Like, I love, like, you know, but some people are entrepreneurs and some people are, are you know, are artists, you know? Some people are entrepreneurs, and some people are inventors, or what would classically be called inventors. I don't think they have a a modern world for it. You don't really hear, oh, so and so is an inventor no more, you know. But and I have my own word for it. Obviously, the title of this podcast, a designer. Okay, some people are entrepreneurs and they care about business and systems of business and profit and all like all things like that, and. That's one class of people that I don't think I am. And there's an entire separately separate class of people who care deeply about invention. You know, that care deeply about innovation. There's a separate class of people that care deeply about creating something that makes people happy. There's a separate class of people that care deeply about product. You go online and there are a lot of business people. There are a lot of entrepreneurs. There are a lot of people... You know, uh, who create things that make money and impact people's lives, but they don't care extremely deeply about the, you know, this little thing that they're tinkering on, this little thing that they're making. You know, when you hear people like Elon Musk or like Steve Jobs talk, they'll always come back to an overemphasis on the best product or having the best product be the winner you know they reached out to Mark Zuckerberg I don't remember who it was uh, I believe it was Brian Chesky who created Airbnb and someone from over in the UK an entrepreneur I suppose cloned his company when he was on the come up and he called Mark Zuckerberg was like Mark Zuckerberg what do I do because they also the same competitor tried to clone Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg gave him a single piece of advice He said, just remember the best product always wins so focus on your product and there is a class of people in this world that care to a divine amount about this little invention this little thing that people are going to receive and i feel like that's who i am that's what i identify with i care about this piece of art you know Steve Jobs worked tirelessly on the design and the aesthetic of the ipad and the imac and the macbook and all these different things you know even when it comes to an advertisement on an ad it, w- it would be about the, the art of the symbolism you know as opposed to the metrics and the rois and the cold steely way to look over it you know this guy wasn't really an then he well he really wasn't an engineer you know and you know that's the truth of the matter he had a lot of beef with some engineers like kanye west kanye west is not an engineer you know he just has a vision Of a thing that he wants to make that's really pretty and people will think so too, you know. And so a lot of these days you'll listen to this podcast and a lot probably won't happen because I spend a lot of time in a daze. I spend a lot of time in my head. I don't get up and mechanically hustle and go through this daily routine and you know, six steps to self-mastery or the perfect daily routine. Or, you know, I got an hour in my schedule when I got to be like super efficient or another, like it's nothing like that. A lot of times I'm just lounging around. I'm just really thinking over and over and over again, like what the hell are we going to make for people? That's all I'm thinking about. What the hell are we going to make for you? A lot of these days, five days in, today's the sixth day, I haven't really done anything because all of that isn't a prior, like a, a super priority or interest of mine at all you know even the launch is like damn this is just a necessity <laughs> like you know but what do you know what what can we do for people at the end of this that we'll think is wonderful um that's just how i see it you know and so yeah I'm, i apologize if you know you're waiting for something explosive to happen and i think approaching here day 6 Day 6 I'm going to clean the house up That's what I do know that I'll do definitively Because I've committed to it But day 6 I'm going to try to You know Get some of that entrepreneurial bug Entrepreneurial spirit And do things that are more explosives I think we've kicked off with a little bit of Kerosene on day 5 With the good news that I want to share with you And it will enable us to continue This excitement and rally on Into day six, seven, eight, nine, and well into next week And that bit of Good news is I talked about in the last podcast episode um uh Travis Chapel and uh that I had asked him and Sean Anthony um to be on the podcast, I mean to be on the summit and I didn't believe that I was going to hear a response back from either. Okay. That was just my belief, but once again like I said, repetition the principle that I had given in the last podcast, so, which wasn't a really a, a real principle, but I think it's just a law of, of you, know, the, you know, the world, a principle of the world, and, you know, that applies sometimes. That if you expose yourself to people a bunch of times, they'll probably take note of you. I've asked that you this guy to come on the summit probably at this point in time four times or five times or maybe three, something like that. It's been a multiple, I believe it's four times if I'm being completely honest and accurate and uh as of yesterday morning i woke up to an email from his assistant saying okay which date do you want to get this podcast get this uh summit interview done and uh we've locked in for i believe february 3rd at noon uh or something like that and so just even this morning on day six i got confirmation that that in fact was going to go down and so we got a big fish And we're gonna be able to now, moving forward, leverage this big fish, which Travis, if you hear this, I appreciate you a ton for coming on. As I said in the email, it does mean a super amount to me. You know, everybody that's a summit guest or a summit speaker, I appreciate you infinitely because we are gonna change the world and make the world such an infinitely crazier, hectic, better, chaotic, amazing place and I guarantee that from my soul to you all, you know, it's going to happen. So, but yeah, we've, we, you know, we got some more gravity to this black hole we're trying to create. Now we're going to go to even higher tiers in terms of social gravity, social magnitude. And we're going to try to hook a bunch more people in depending on, you know, their, you know, because all these people, they have a lot to say. They have a lot of quality information and Things like that. We're going to try to hook some more people in of similar wits. You know, we're going to probably. I'm going to check out their content first, but we're going to go to, you know, Chris Harder. Uh, We're going to go with Casey um, Zeman. Uh, We're going to go with Donald Miller. Uh, You know, and I'm considering. A few others you know I even want to reach out to Stephen Larson because he is the perfect candidate for this um, but how all this goes we'll see we'll see um, but those are some of the people who, we're bumping up another you know another tier and we're going for the fences uh, some things I thought in terms of campaign when we do lock in for the interview Travis and I at the end of the interview I'll probably ask him who is it that you want to have on and if you can look at the camera and tell them why, that would be great. And then we'll be able to use that clip of him telling the next candidate that he wants him on, probably somebody a, he is admires and thinks the big fish in his realm. And we'll be able to use that footage in our campaign to, eat, to actually hook that next person in. So it'll be it'll be it'll be some pretty cool, you know, epic, you know, stuff going on here. Hopefully it shakes out all right. Uh, this date for the summit. I believe if we're going strictly by the 28 days outlined in front of us, it'll be February 11th. Um, and it's the Surviving the Cancel Summit. It'll be at survivingthecancel.com. Um, but yeah, but that's pretty much all I have to say today. I'm ready to go to bed. It's about 7 a.m. Let me check right here if the car is locked. Well, yeah, this is Dallas. This is the Grand Design Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I hope you resonate with the message behind it, man. I hope you really see, you know. Uh I hope you, you know, are able to understand, you know, the little differentiation I made there before between entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial spirits, and designers. And, and I, I think there's some overlap there for sure. But uh yeah, I hope you can see that and I hope that's something that you feel in your heart, man. I think a lot of people, you know, fall into an entrepreneurial pathway because that's the pathway a lot of artistic spirits take. You know, that's 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 like the, the natural evolution of an artist in a society that's capitalistic. You understand what I mean? So, it's like an order in 1000 B.C., the natural evolution he would take in a society that's modern is like a rapper or a singer or something like that you know what i'm saying so uh yeah anyhow i'll see y'all in the next podcast episode. thanks for listening time to go to bed